And your financial pulse, how's that going? You might be checking the State of the Union tonight to see how your financial pulse is, right? Ryan Fox is the Gettysburg Director of the Financial Consulate, a fee-only financial advisory firm, and he joins us Tuesday morning just about this time, a little earlier. He's usually finishing up around now, but we're going to get him in a little later this morning to let him sleep in for extra seven minutes. Good morning, Ryan. How are you? Hey, I'm great, Gary. How are you this morning? Well, doing very well. And, uh, you know, last week we were watching the market kind of, you know, it's been so good, and then it kind of went ugly on us a little bit. Uh wanted to get into some of the hot-button uh, hot items this morning that uh, maybe investors should be concerned about, and I couldn't think of a better guy to talk about it than you, so take it away. Thanks, Gary. I appreciate it. Yeah, we saw the uh, the end of last week really wrapped up to be uh, what I think you can politely call a pretty cold, ugly, ugly patch. It was the worst week in the market since, I believe, May 2012, which really wasn't that long ago. But all of a sudden, the stock market became really less attractive to, to many investors, at least temporarily. And really what's driven it is uncertainty in the economic data, uh, both in the U.S. and around the world. You had earnings reports start to hit from the end of last year. And some of the big names like Procter & Gamble, IBM, Intel, and then even this morning you had DuPont and Ford. They all reported, and it was really a mixed bag. Some were better, some were worse. Ford's earnings were pretty good in Europe, but at least they had less of a loss. And here at home, they really uh, did well. But some of these other big companies, what they said was our profits were down a little bit and our revenue expectations, our projections for 2014, aren't as strong as as really what a lot of investors were looking for. And it really caused the market to sell off. Apple reported earnings last night, and that stock is going to open up down about 40 points today, which sounds really dramatic. But when you're talking about a $550 stock, it's uh, less than a 10% decline. The other thing that hit is uh, some of the durable goods orders that came through earlier this morning, and I didn't get a real good look at the report, but they were down about 4%. And a lot of that caught many economists off guard. Uh, so what we're seeing is right now in the markets, this Arctic chill we're experiencing outside, we're really feeling inside many of these portfolios, too. And it's causing investors to say, look, you know, last year was a great year. Is my allocation okay? Um, or should they become a little more aggressive, a little less aggressive? And that's really one of the catches right now for many that are involved in the stock market. What should they do? When you look at some of the other things that, that you need to be aware of out there right now, Ryan, um, you know, you're looking at uh, municipal bombs, you're looking at PIMCO. A lot of people don't know what PIMCO is. We can talk a little bit about that. It'd be great. Yeah, PIMCO is Pacific Investment Management Company. It's probably the biggest group of bond funds in the world, at least if it's not, it's number two. They have a guy named Bill Gross, who's the founder and still runs many of the portfolios. Last week, Mohammed El-Aryan, who is really kind of his heir apparent, uh, an extremely intelligent, sophisticated, experienced investment professional, left that firm kind of abruptly. And apparently there may have been a clash of egos and philosophy, things like that. Um, but over the last year, many of these PIMCO bond funds have not performed as well as they had in prior years and underperformed for one of the first times in a long time. Many of their peers within their uh, groups, according to Morningstar. So what it means for investors is if they look at their 401ks, for example, I'll bet there is a piece of something called PIMCO total return or PIMCO real return or PIMCO some type of bond fund, they may want to evaluate whether they want to stay in that fund or not. For some, they might. Some, they won't. Now, that's a huge firm, but the challenge is one of the things we look at is whenever there's a leadership or portfolio management change in mutual funds, it gives us time to reflect on it and say, you know, is is the person taking over experienced enough to continue to lead that in the way that we want? So that, that was a pretty big change at PIMCO. 
within the municipal markets. There was a report out last week from one of the major bond rating agencies showing concern about Pennsylvania municipal bonds, primarily because of the state pension woes. And what the report was suggesting is unless there's some degree of reform, there's a concern about the stability of some of these municipal bonds. And, of course, Pennsylvania municipal bonds um, are tax-free bonds that we hear a lot about. So investors really ought to be doing their due diligence on the rating of those bonds. And also, if the future cash flows, which is the key to these bonds, will be supported uh, enough to continue those payments down the road. So they ought to be talking to whatever broker provided those bonds to them or looking under the covers of their bond mutual funds to see what's in there. That's not always as easy to do, though, as to say. In other words, looking for someone out there to really help them with that. And I think that's where you come in a little bit in terms of the difference between you and a lot of other people who are maybe trying to sell a product to you as opposed to trying to give you some advice based on the unique situation that you have, right? It is. We're fee-only, Gary, so that means we're salaried financial right. fiduciaries, and we're legally obligated to put client interests first. So we're going to take the time to go through all these things with clients, and right now we're not real interested in holding municipal bond funds. Uh, although they're tax-free, you've got to look at risk also. But many of our clients, it's tax-deferred money anyway, and it'd be ridiculous to hold a municipal bond fund in most cases inside something like an IRA. Ryan, for people out there who want to get hold of you, I mean, there you you have just a fab, fabulous website, and you have clips of these shows on, I know, plus a phone number there. Tell them a little bit about it. Yeah, they can go to ryanfox.info, which is our locally branded uh, website for here in Gettysburg, and do their due diligence on us, read up on how we operate, who we are. You can see biographies there, too. Listen to some clips. Uh, 334-1861 is how they can reach us to set up an introductory meeting where we'll sit down. And we always provide an ADV Part 2, which discloses all fees and things like that. And then at the end of the meeting, they can decide if they want to engage us or not. Or they can go away with uh, really just a ton of good information, we hope. Like today. By the way, you're not getting out that easy. Uh, are there any financial things that you use to calculate who's going to win the big game this weekend? Um, no. Really what we use there is a very, very, very difficult ratio called 50-50. <laughs> do, you have a, do you have a favorite for the weekend? I'm going to root for Denver, I think. Uh, Peyton Manning, I think if he wins, he may go out in a high note. and uh, I'd like to see that. Love or hate that whole family, I think he's deserving. Um, and I think Seahawks yeah. are going to win it the next 10 years. So, <laughs> okay. Uh, let's go for Denver this year. Ryan, we'll look forward to talking to you next Tuesday morning. Thanks so much. Always a pleasure. Great. Have a great day, Gary. You Thank too. You. Thank you. Ryan Fox, the Gettysburg Director of the Financial Consulate, every Tuesday morning here on the Gary Sutton Show.